damas y caballeros, ladies and gentlemen, bienvenidos al show Vida en Zero Gravity, Life in Zero Gravity, Tú sabes las vibras, you know the vibes, and I'm coming to you live from KZRO, the only station in space, you know what it is, well it's kind of pre-recorded, technically as I'm recording it is live, it's not my fault you're not here, so... <laughs> I would like to do live shows in the future. I mean, I guess I've pretty much done them. Like with the stereo stuff, that's technically live because y'all were able to come in and talk. If you want to send messages, feel free. Like, I'll send out the link and stuff. Uh, the viewership has been horrible the last few weeks. So, or actually, what I think it is is people are switching over to YouTube. So, the Spotify listenership is not good right now. But the YouTube listenership was like way up the last few weeks. So, yeah, there's like three of you, I think. No, <laughs> not that few, but, man, on uh, on Spotify, it has really taken a nosedive. I don't know if people just switch sources or what happened, but it hasn't been good. I mean, it's only a couple weeks, so you never know. People could come back. Maybe I piss people off. Who knows? I'm wild. I say wild things. I don't worry about the consequences. I, I have no responsibility for my actions. But anyway... You notice the title, SDSSD, the Padres are eliminated, you know. I heard this rapper that was repping SD, he was trash, and that's the first thing. I was like, well, he definitely SSD. If, if I don't even want to say that, you, you should get the joke. I don't want to have to say the joke. It should be fairly obvious what I'm doing here. It's not, it's not that clever, so, yes, SDSSD. Um, man, I was out there all week. In San, San Diego. Nobody says it like that, right? It's just San Diego. Or people say SD. But, man, um, I was there all week. Trying to get my money back. We'll get into that. But, <laughs> for now. It, I, that might be boring to you. I don't know. But I feel like it's compelling. Just because the twists and turns of that story are so crazy. That it doesn't make any sense. It's just like, how has like everything possible gone wrong but anyway yeah the drivers there i know people complain about drivers and places the drivers there are like another level of terrible man and i honestly think that it's probably because there are a lot of people that are new to the country you know like from mexico because it's a different driving style in mexico so if you're adjusting to that I almost got in a few accidents out there, just people doing stupid shit, like on one of those lights where you can go straight or make a turn, someone almost turned out in front of me and hit me, that was one, someone almost backed into me in a parking lot, every light people were going extremely slow, like no joke, 20 miles under the speed limit a lot of times. It was just aggravating driving out there. I didn't know. I didn't know. I'm not that familiar with it. Like, I, I, I didn't spend a lot of time driving in the city itself. So, this was pretty shocking to me. I did not know it was that bad out there. I could not believe it. <laughs> Honestly, I was just... Man, it was crazy. I did my best, you know, and didn't get any accidents. Nothing bad happened, but it was scary. It was a scary week. I was not feeling it, man. Not feeling it. But what can you do? <laughs> I survived. Um, I'm unfortunately going to have to go there after this show. I'm recording this to give it to y'all. Also, I apologize for last week's episode. I have to fix it. That's a first. So I uploaded y'all what I had. Um, with the, the service there was just horrible. I was actually in Chula Vista. And like the, the, just the internet there was just awful you know it was the first place where i've seen this happen where i actually got disconnected from an app and it said that there was no service <laughs> i got disconnected due to low service i've never seen that message before like the service there low-key is worse than mexico <laughs> it honestly is like i've been to parts of mexico where it's like the service is better than that you know so I don't know what what's going on there. It was kind of trippy to be like, because at certain points I was like, you know, right by the border. So it's like you're looking out into Mexico, you know, like you can see it doesn't look any different. 
And I've been to Mexico a lot. I've even been to TJ a lot. But, like, being on that side, like, being on, like, a different part of the border and seeing it was just kind of trippy, you know? I didn't, um, I don't know. It was just different. Like, there was a freeway where you could go through, you know? And it was just, I've even driven through there, but I feel like we went a different route. It was just interesting, man. Very interesting. Um, and, w yeah, when I would, what was I going to get into? I want to make sure I don't miss stuff. Oh, yeah, I was looking for a Chevron, and it kept directing me to TJ. Like, a TJ Chevron. I'm like, is my card even going to work there? Like, how is that going to work? I don't want to, because I've made the mistake of buying stuff in Mexico and having to pay all those fees. Same thing in Germany. I had to pay all the, in uh, Norway, I had to pay all these fees. Like, uh, what do they call it? I forget what they call it some type of currency fees but I kept having to do that and it's like damn this really adds up like every transaction I do with a card like this is what happens it shouldn't be like that but then again people are scared of like one global currency something tells me that could be a bad thing but I'm honestly pretty ignorant about that but it just like in my head I'm like hmm that sounds like it could be a problem <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm wrong maybe I'm wrong I don't know Sounds a little weird though. Just have a global currency like that. You know? It's like, there's, there's got to be a catch. Because I get the appeal. It's like, oh, you can just go anywhere and it works everywhere. It's like, well, we already have credit cards. They're just being greedy with the making you pay like fees to use it in another. To actually use them in other countries. You know? So, that was annoying. I have learned about fees this week. I think this is the first time I've ever had to pay interest on credit because I put some stuff on credit and I didn't have the money to pay it off right this second because I'm supposed to get a lot of money back from this girl that I didn't get back yet. Yeah, spoiler alert, didn't get it back. So that's been trash. That has certainly been trash. Certainly has not been enjoyable. Fucking, oh my God. It's just been a mess, man. It's just been a mess. Let me see what I wrote for y'all because I don't want to get into that too quickly. Yeah. Um, yeah, so. Anyway, yeah, driving around there is, is no joke. It's like, because I've, I, I've, uh, I haven't actually driven in Mexico before, I don't think. I don't think I have. I've ridden around in Ubers and stuff. I don't think I'm at, no, I haven't driven there. It's always been somebody else driving. But looking at it, it's, uh, little hectic you know I mean I'm not trying to cast aspersions or anything but I just feel like everywhere you go there's a different style of driving and you have to adjust to that so I wouldn't know where to go I would think Germany probably has some of the best drivers because I know it's hard to get a license there like on the Autobahn and all that stuff like so I would think Germany probably has some of the best drivers um I don't think Mexico has particularly good drivers. I don't know how they rank up. I know parts of Asia, like I've had, uh, you know, family members that have lived in Asia for long periods of time and the driving out there can just be just terrifying. <laughs> it's like the, the, the roads are kind of a free for all on some of the freeways and stuff. It's like the, there's not as many regulations and stuff in certain parts of Asia. I mean, Singapore is a very regulated place, so I'm not trying to, you know, stereotype a whole continent, but I'm just saying I've had family that has lived in the Philippines, Thailand, Hong Kong, you know, areas like that, and it's been, and visited other areas, you know, parts of China, so they've seen different, um, areas of Asia, and the there's been just driving out there's been dangerous you know so yeah it's just a general thing i'm not saying that everyone it drive is a bad driver there or anything it's just like something about it i mean you see it in videos like on the internet like just the you know there's like not as many stop signs or something something looks off to me <laughs> so yeah anyway i'm uh what else do I got for y'all? I got a lot. I wrote a lot. Oh, I wanted to shout out to all the Latinas out there in that area. In Chula Vista. Chula Vista. And, uh, you know, San Diego. <laughs> now, um, 
I could see, I don't know, I still, there's a lot of days where I don't feel handsome, I don't feel attractive, so, or at least for part of the day, maybe I shake it off at some point, but, um, you ladies really made me feel attractive out there, like, I could see them staring at me with those hard eyes, and it was just, it was so nice, man, te amo, I appreciate y'all, so, it was just nice, um, I have the last like well really several years I've mostly dated black women if people didn't know that I don't think I've really have gotten into that on here too much and um re- the la I would say like the last 10 years really has mostly been black women and um the last few I really have like gotten a lot more attention from latina women and it's been really nice, um, you know, I, I'm not trying to say any are better than another or whatever, it's just, it's just nice to know, like, oh, there's other women that find me attractive too, like, I guess just the more different types of women that find you attractive, like, the better, right, so it's just nice, I could really feel, I felt a lot of love out there, I appreciate it, Uh, you know like sometimes I'll match with Mexican girls on these apps like from Mexico for whatever reason like the probably because I went there but also just like they have weird like GPS on there where it's like why is it sending me a bunch of people from random parts of Mexico and not the US like you know but I gotta say I mean it's a different it's a different culture there and I felt I feel like man I'm just making all types of stereotypes right (laughs) My experience talking to Mexican women, like, in Mexico, is they don't seem like they're as stuck up as some of these U.S. girls. Like, some of these U.S. girls just think they deserve, like, everything, you know? They want, like, a a six-foot dude that's a millionaire that fucking, um... Well, of course, has a big dick. (laughs) Just, like, everything going for them, you know? And it's like... It's almost like every girl in the U.S. feels like they deserve that. And it's like, I don't know, what what makes you special? Because you're asking for somebody that's like a unicorn, basically. You know, I mean, I could help you with like two of the three of those. But, you know, <laughs> I can't help you with them all. It's funny when they do those things, like, it's like, no man has all three. It's like, eh, well, it's, it's pretty true for the most part. <laughs> stuff like that so the height thing does get silly too because it's like there's almost no women that are six feet it's like less than one percent that are six feet or over but like almost all women want a guy that's six feet it's like you don't even need that like (laughs) you want the guy to be taller than you okay but most of y'all aren't even five nine which is the average height of a man so it's like what are y'all tripping about like and then a lot of the tall girls just take what they could get. They're like, well, it's going to be really hard to find a guy that's six feet. Because even that's rare, you know. That's only like maybe 15% of people, of guys. I don't even think it's that high, honestly. Um, or like six feet or over. Especially now if it's self-reported. <laughs> a lot of guys would be like 5'10 saying they're six feet. You know, so you can't trust that, ladies. Uh, oh my 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 uh reading has continued you know as you know my birthday week i started reading again more i mean it's not like i ever really stopped reading like i read nothing anymore i haven't read anything in years but uh started reading more frequently more pages just all that quantity wise and it's been really nice actually like I've been I've always liked Ernest Hemingway's work so this week I finished I read a lot of actually just this week uh The Sun Also Rises which really was it's it's really a a very good book um I enjoyed it it was basically just kind of like a bunch of guys that are interested in dating this one girl you know and she basically has her pick but she kind of decides certain guy, like, she'll fall for one guy and then things won't go well, then she'll fall for another guy. And it's just kind of like a weird triangle type of thing going on. 
And then in the end, she ends up, like, hanging out with the main character, but it doesn't seem like they're going to get together. Um, she was into this guy that was a boxer, and he ends up, like, knocking out a few of them. <laughs> Have you never... Well, maybe... Sorry, spoiler alert. I know it's, like, a hundred-year-old book, but spoiler alert. My bad. I shouldn't be spoiling it for you. But, um... Yeah, so... It's an interesting book. I like Hemingway's style. Uh... And I didn't realize how influential he is or how great he's considered. So it was kind of cool to learn about all that because I really didn't know. I mean, I knew he was important, but I didn't realize he was this important where he's basically like the father of like modern writing, you know. So it's pretty, pretty wild. They call him Papa too. A lot of his like, a lot of the women in his life or the kids in his life and stuff, he's like known as Papa. So pretty funny yeah um i don't know it was it's been enjoyable the reading has been good for me it helps me fall asleep too like it's better than looking at your screen a lot of us when we're going to bed will be looking at our screens and like that just keeps you up it's not it's really doing the opposite of what you want it to do you know so i wouldn't recommend that <laughs> but uh yeah, it's been it's been nice to actually get into reading again. A lot of y'all may not know, but I actually have a degree in English. I have a bachelor's degree in English. And I used to read a lot, especially for classes and stuff, but like the last few years I really have not read a lot, so it's been difficult. Um, it's been difficult to find the time. Even now, I feel like I have less time than ever, but I'm making time for it. You know, I guess I'm not watching a lot of TV, and I'm just replacing that with reading. So I used to have TV on in the background where I'd be doing stuff, and now I just, like, read instead. Which is a lot more active of an activity, but it's also, like, helps you sleep better because it's like, well, now I'm not getting this blue light in my eyes. I would recommend, I plan to do this for myself, and I actually have planned for a while, looking into getting blue light glasses because our eyes are going to be destroyed when we're older if we don't do something about it. I think I'm going to get my daughter some too, you know, because she's young and she's been on the screens. Like, I wasn't on screens like that when I was little, but these kids are on screens all the time, you know, and it's it's not good, you know. You got to think by the time they're 40, what has that done to their eyes, you know, because I've, I've probably had a solid, probably not even 15 years of screens, you know, but these kids are going to have like, 40 years of screens by the time they're 40 they're just straight up like as soon as they pop out the womb they hand them a tablet you know <laughs> it's probably going to be a thing at some point right some lazy parents are going to be like well, I don't want to do anything for this baby I'll just like program this imagine that just robots are probably going to be raising babies in the future oh lord I don't even want to think about that that sci-fi hellscape <laughs> Oh, Lord. I like using the word hellscape. It sounds more fun than just calling something trash. Like, oh, God, this is a hellscape. Like like a sexy red concert, I imagine, would be a hellscape. <laughs> I don't know why I enjoy throwing shots at, at her trash music, man. There's a video that I saw this week of this security guard. I swear I've never seen this before in my life. Like, all the concert videos. Shit, I would... I would venture to say between me actually going and seeing artists, I've probably seen a couple hundred artists in person just at show. If you added up all the shows I've been to or performed at or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Honestly, cause some of these shows, these, yeah, these festivals got like 12 acts or more, you know? So I for sure have seen like hundreds of artists, all that. And I would say if I added all the online videos, seen thousands of artists perform it's the first time something happened for the first time with sexy red this security guard was just covering his ears he did not want to hear that shit and i don't blame him i mean it's fucking terrible like there's nothing redeeming about it there's nothing redeeming about it it's not clever the flow sucks the beats aren't even really that good it's just a bunch of bass it's like i sound old but man it's terrible it is just awful. I, like, 
and there's this girl that I know that she's from Cali, but she lives in St. Louis and she promotes sexy red all day because sexy red's from St. Louis. It's just like, this girl is not good. I understand you're a girl. She's a girl. You're about this female empowerment. And I mean, and this girl is actually like a bisexual, you know, so she's actually into women in like a sexual way, you know. So I understand that you feel like you're supporting one of a girl in from a city where you've spent a lot of time at this point but jesus man there's got to be better artists there is that the best st louis has to offer you know is that i mean i know huey died r.i.p to huey god damn that was crazy huey just got like shot like a couple years ago anyone you remember that the guy who made pop lock and dropped it drop it he just like got killed super randomly man he was really young making that song too i didn't realize how young like they show him in high school in the video and shit and it's like he was damn near in high school himself when it came out so it's crazy um of course nelly biggest artist to come out of st louis but this sexy red man it's just it's like another level of trash <laughs> i also heard this is another artist that you know I take shots at every chance I get. It's actually the only artist that I legitimately don't like because I don't like what they stand for. I don't like their fan base. I feel like it's just a all in all doing more harm for the game than good. And it's just toxic. I don't like the word toxic. So you know I really don't like this shit. Aubrey Graham. Aubrey Graham. I heard from a girl that I thought was a Drake fan. She went to his show, and it sounded awful. I didn't realize because I avoid the clips and shit, and, like, I'm not... Obviously, I've never been a fan. I've only gotten, like, progressively less <laughs> interested over the years in ever listening to any of his music. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually... It actually irritates me when I have to hear his voice at all. Like, I don't like his voice because I feel like he's a Canadian doing like an impression of an American black guy rapping. And it's just like cringeworthy to me. It's not as bad as Iggy Azalea, but it's like, it's up there. It's up there. You know, it's just, it sounds whack to me. I don't know. Especially when he tries to do that tough talk shit. It's like, bro, you gotta be fucking kidding me. <laughs> You're going to make me have to get your body like that. That's when I was really just all out. I think, I mean, I never fucked with his music, but I was like, this fool is fucking whack. <laughs> but anyway, this girl tells me that what he does at his shows, for one, he does this thing that I have, you know that I've talked about this in the past. I think it's so whack when artists rap over like their songs that have the vocals on them in concert, where they just rap over their songs, you know, so he does that for one. He raps over his songs with the vocals, which always sounds like trash. And honestly, a lot of the, a lot of these, like, you know, I've seen Migos before, I think at the dub show. Yeah, actually, I know at the dub show. They did that. They sounded horrible. And people eat it up because they like the artist, but it's like, it sounds terrible, man. And it's just a bad uh, performance decision. It just doesn't sound good, you know? So I've seen them do that. I didn't realize that Drake did that. I honestly gave him more of the benefit of the doubt. Like, I I don't like his music fucking at all, but I thought he at least, like, performed over the beats. So that's already bad enough. But then what he does, apparently, is he mostly just performs the chorus of each song. He doesn't actually do most of the song, which is just... I find that to just be a, a terrible concert experience. I saw Cool Keith. That's one of the only acts that I thought was actually bad in concert. Cool Keith. And I don't... I actually like Cool Keith. I like Dr. Octagon. I like some Ultramagnetic ultra MC songs. Like, I don't have anything against Cool Keith. But seeing him in concert, I was like... I saw him in concert at a festival. And I had, like, a good impression of him before that. Then I see him in concert, I'm like... This is terrible. Like, just running through, like... 30 songs in 30 minutes just doing the chorus like it sounds awful honestly it's like it's too disjointed 
as soon as someone starts to get into the song, you cut it off and switch it to another one. Like, it's just not... I don't find that to be fun, but it kind of shows me how low attention span and, and dumb a lot of Drake fans are even more. It's like, if they eat that shit up... This girl, I think, was kind of just whatever on him. Or, like, she liked him okay. She walked away just thinking it was a terrible show, and I don't blame her. That's not a good show. I don't think that's a good show. I would be pissed if I if I, like... If I went to see an artist, I paid, like, a lot of money. Because I know Drake shows are not cheap. If I paid that much money to see somebody like that, and they were fucking performing over their songs with the vocals, a.k.a. not really performing, and then, like, just doing the choruses, I would be hot if I dropped, like, a couple hundred on a ticket for that. Or a, or a thousand or thousands, like some people do. I don't understand y'all, man. Is it just all clout chasing? Is it all part of like being at the the big event or whatever? Because it's like that just is not good. I somehow have like lost more respect because of that. I legitimately didn't know that because that's so rare. Cool Keith is the only person I've seen do that. Like actually, maybe that's normal for y'all, but I just think that's whack. So whack. Anyway. That's enough on that rant. <laughs> what, what I have next for y'all. The money saga continues. Oh lord, I don't even want to. After that... <sighs> I told you I was in SD all week. All week for it. All week. So... I, th- I think I got into this on the last show. I gotta keep better track of it. I write the shit down, but I forget what I say sometimes. I have to go back to the old writings. But anyway, I guess it bears repeating. It's okay to get into it again. So basically, this girl depositing the cash into her bank just has ended up being such a bad decision. Just such a bad decision. Um, I guess, weirdly, like I want to break up this flow of negativity with something positive. So I will say, she told me tonight that everything looks good everything should be ready to go for tomorrow so that's good that's good okay everything should be cool for tomorrow she told me that so okay we're okay there um but man her putting the money in her bank okay so she got seven thousand in cash according to her i never got to see the cash because she put it into fucking bank for some reason I don't know why so and after the last time when she put 9000 in the bank and the fucking county seized her money because she had too much coming in for to keep her health care benefits I it just baffles me that she would think it was a good idea to put $7,000 into her bank it makes no fucking sense. I, I honestly just don't understand. She I, she was afraid of carrying that much cash around. Okay, here's the thing. And a lot of y'all get in your own heads with this shit. Nobody knows you have that cash on you. Nobody knows that but you. You don't need to tell anybody that. You know? If somebody wants to rob you, they can rob you from your card. Like, they could just... Hold you at gunpoint, make you go to the bank and withdraw money. Like, so, you just having the cash? Yeah, sure, it could be risky. But nobody actually knows that unless you say something. So, her doing that delayed the whole process a week. A whole other week. Because basically what happened is she, she left her ID at the motel. She lost her debit card at the motel. She left her ID at the motel. We went to the bank. She realized she didn't have her ID. I'm just like, fucking of course. Like We're like right at the finish line, right? It's like, okay, now you have the money. Like, you have the money. We're literally standing in the bank, and you don't have your fucking ID. I was so frustrated. I mean, I've gotten so frustrated with her. I've cursed her out, like, not to her, but just in my head or in my car or wherever where she couldn't hear it i have just ripped her a new one you know 
because it's just so stupid. Like, you went and paid for your room, and you somehow forgot both fucking things. Like, you forgot your card and your ID. If you would have had either one of those, we could have fucking made it. Like, we could have just resolved this. You could have pulled out, like, I don't know. She wouldn't be able to. She would have been able to pull out a couple thousand to pay part of it back at least, and then we could have went back the next day, withdrew more, you know, like from the outside ATM. So it just, oh my god, man, it just makes no sense. It really just didn't make any sense that she did that, and I was annoyed from the beginning when she told me. I was like, why would you do that? Like after what just happened. Why would you think that was a good idea? I know, when I tell you all this stuff, it sounds suspicious. It doesn't sound, it sounds like there's more to the story. Maybe there is. Maybe I'll never know. Maybe I'll never get the money. I'm going to knock on wood. I mean, I should get it tomorrow, but I thought that I was going to get it so many times it didn't work out. <laughs> so, yeah. So the motel lost her ID. Oh, oh, that's what I was going to say. The motel lost her ID, but uh, hold on, I'll get back to that. So basically what happened is she went to the bank because she went without an ID. They froze her fucking bank account. So we had to call and figure that out the next day that it was frozen. And, um, yeah, I mean, we went to a few banks without her having an ID and none of them worked. So it got frozen. She had her old card. She was trying to use that. That didn't work. So she got her account frozen. She got her account frozen. It was just like, of course this would happen. So she called. They said it'll take two to three days. I was out there for five days and it didn't come through. It finally came through on the sixth day. Like, why did it take six days for them to unlock an account? That's crazy to me. She has Navy Federal Credit Union. I highly disrecommend them. If is that a word? I highly suggest you do not use them cuz I have never heard of some of the stuff they've done to her. It just doesn't make sense. It's like why would we do this? Why why is this happening? It's just terrible. So she left her ID at the hotel, lost her debit card. The motel so they lost their ID, then they found it, then they lost it again, then they found it. That's basically what happened. Like, she lost it there. I mean, I mean, it's it's as much their fault as her fault. I'll give her that. Like, it is as much their fault as her fault. Because their one job is to remember to hand the customer back their shit. Her one job is to remember her fucking shit. But they should have reminded her. They should have asked, like... Especially, like, you have the ID. Why was it not just handed right back like it always is? Why the fuck did you hang on to the ID? How did she forget that they had her ID? I just don't... I don't understand. Part of me was like... I know, just because of all the twists and turns that have happened, part of me was like, did she, like, have her ID the whole time and just told me she didn't have it so we wouldn't have to... No, I mean, I saw it wasn't in her wallet. But then again, she could have just pulled it out. See, I'm thinking crazy thoughts. But it just doesn't make sense. I just don't understand how you leave your ID there. I really don't. Tell me if I'm wrong. If that's a normal thing. Because I, I can't think of a time. And then it's like, somehow she just like... It's like she has an effect on people where they just don't respect her. So it's like, they lazily looked for her ID. And it was fucking in there all day. We finally got it around 5, you know. So it was there all day from the morning to 5 for hours, you know. So then, what happened then is like, <laughs> we could have made it to the bank. Like, it was 5.45, I think there was a bank like 10 minutes away. Or no, it was 5.40, there's a bank 10 minutes away. We could have made it could have got the money it might have even been 5 30 no i think it was 5 30 actually so she at this moment she she just got hired for a job so she has to do paperwork so she decided that this was the moment she was going to do this fucking paperwork so she's doing her paperwork and and i'm just like yeah we gotta go i mean if we're gonna make it in time she's just doing this paperwork like right then because it apparently had to be done right then 
and um, she didn't finish. She didn't finish in time, so we missed it. And it was just like it's so aggravating to just be standing there, like knowing the bank's gonna close. We finally got the stuff we need to actually get the money, and she just sits there and does this fucking paperwork. And it takes her a long ass time. Like paperwork shouldn't even take that long. You know, so it's just all in all, I was like, really, this is what we're doing right now. Like, after everything I've been through with this fucking money, you're deciding, like, yeah, you know what, right now I'm just going to do this fucking paperwork. It's just like, wow. It was crazy. You know. But, on the bright side, her cat became my friend this week. I mean, we've been friends, but we really got close this week just hanging out with the cat. The cat's name's Corella DeVille. It's this little, like, white and black cat. has, like, a black mustache. It's super cute. She's super cute. And she does, like, she's always mewing when I get in there and, like, coming up to me. Actually, the... What's it called? Yesterday. I was brushing my teeth. And she climbed up on the counter, and I just thought that was so cute. She's just so interested in what I'm doing, you know. I, you know, if you know me, you know I love animals, so it's just so sweet and nice to see to see this cat. <laughs> she just makes me smile. Like I don't have a lot of experience around cats. For some reason, I was given a negative impression of them. I thought they were kind of dicks, but they're really not. Um, that sounds so basic, but really, like, it's been a pleasure to get to know Corella and hang out with her. And, you know, her mo- her mom, her fur mom, non-fur mom? Anyway, <laughs> they're fur babies. But, uh, so she said that Corella loves me, you know, and I could tell. Like, and she said that she'll be waiting by the door for me, and I thought that was so cute. I, whenever I would come back there... She would, like, be all over me and wanted me to, like, like, uh, pet her and stuff and rub, like, her neck. So, it was really nice. Honestly. I was, I don't know, it's just nice to see other animals. Because I got this animal right here. See this guy? I apologize, this bed doesn't have a she on it right now. It's an old-ass bed. So that probably looked like shit. I don't really sleep in here. This is just where I record shows. It's comfortable to sit on, you know. But you see this? You see this guy right here? This guy. <laughs> He's right there. Oh, I thought I almost lost the feed. Man, that would have been trash. <laughs> Sorry if that if that uh, fucked it up for a second. <laughs> oh man, after last week, last week was rough with this. Well, Chula Vista made it rough. Or her, she kept calling me. You probably saw me just ranting. I was angry. I know I was angry. You'll see the rest of it. I'm gonna fix that episode, and then you'll see what the fuck I was dealing with. That was just horrible, man. It's horrible, horrible experience. Like, imagine lending someone money, they're playing the victim, they're getting mad at you, they're telling you not to come, they're playing games, they had the cash and they deposited it, then they're mad, you're just using them, you don't care about them, you just want your money, like, yes, I want my money, it's not that I don't care, it's like, this is dragged out so fucking long that I need my money at this point, like, I'm going crazy, you know, like, it... It would be one thing, like, if I just wasn't going to get it back. And that's the thing that's kind of... It's like scammers think that they're, like, one-upping you. It's like, all you did was take advantage of somebody that was trying to help you. You know? It's like... It's not a flex, man. Like, you think, like... You you won. You won out. You got the money. Wow, congratulations. Karma's going to bitch slap you later on. I'm not saying that this is going to happen to her because I think I'm actually going to get my money. But there are people who have handled it that way. You know, it's like, we're talking, we're cool. They're even, like, very flirty. They're, like, falling in love and shit. And then all of a sudden, like, when you ask for the money back or whatever that they promise to give back, that's when it's a problem. It's just like, yeah, never again, man. The whole experience. 
lending people money, I'm done. So don't ask me for shit, man. I'm absolutely done with that shit after this. This has just been terrible. Just fucking terrible, man. So, yeah. No more. <laughs> no more. Let's see if I... I know I got some other interesting shit on this subject here, though. So, let's see. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, I don't know if I got into this last week, but she can't use her phone. She doesn't have phone service, so she has to rely on Wi-Fi. So I'm trying to get a hold of her, and I can't. She can't drive, so that makes it difficult. I always have to drive out there. It's like fucking two hours away each way. It's just like, what the fuck? I said I didn't need to say each way. If I would have just said it was two hours away. Well, duh, I'm not talking... Who talks about round trip when they say something like that? It's like, yes, it's, uh... You know, England is a 10-hour flight from New York round trip. It's like, n nobody does that. I believe it's a 5-hour flight, that's why I said that. <laughs> so, yeah. Man, um... It's just brutal. So she can't use the phone, can't drive... And she gets money from her son's grandma. Like, that's... She's borrowed a lot of money from that lady. And, I mean... That lady is a lawyer. Her husband is, um... Professor. So they got some money. But it's just like... Why would you want to live like that? Like, I feel bad asking people for money at my big age. Can't remember the last time I've actually asked. You know what? I guess... You know what? I My account because of what went on with this my account was about to get overdrafted so I I did borrow like 300 from my mom but I I am going to give that back because she was with me at the time I don't want to have to do that but I was way too generous with this girl and I literally lent her like pretty much everything I had and then some random bill I didn't expect hit I was like my insurance was like way more than I thought it was going to be like, they've been fucking with me lately. Which, by the way, I finally got... I've been trying to get rental car coverage on there for so long. And it's so irritating because... the I added rental car coverage and roadside assistance. And it only increased it by, like, maybe $12 a month total. Just pisses me off, you know. That, like... If I would have had that in the first place... I wouldn't have had to come out of pocket $1,000. And I asked them... I specifically asked if I could get it and they never did it and then now I gotta come out of pocket like something just seems wrong about that you know so I don't know I'm not happy about that it actually pisses me off but there's nothing I can do about it now so yeah yeah so I, I see now I see why girls don't like dating like bums you know this girl's a bum like she doesn't she didn't work for a while she's just sitting on her ass you know she doesn't drive <laughs> like all the typical things of a bum you know like now I see so unappealing it's just so unappealing like some of the shit she does like she will get she got mad the other day that I woke her up at 10 I'm like 10 isn't even fucking early honestly I woke up at 4 try that sometime you know it's like I literally got less sleep than you and you're complaining you know it's like I'm waking you up to try to get this shit done I let you sleep in but I didn't want to fucking miss another day with like not having money you know so that didn't work it wasn't going to work for me I see, I see why girls don't like dating bums. It was just a rough... It's been a rough experience. So, this is personal. Probably, maybe shouldn't say this, but... This girl's hygiene is not up to par. Like, I'll hang out with her for days and I'll, I won't see her shower. I remember that happened. And she was wearing the same clothes for days. And then, um... What's it called? Like... There's times where I could smell her pussy from across the room, and it's just like, that's fucking gross, man. It's so gross. Like, I don't want to... I don't know. If you could smell my balls from across the room and you thought it was gross, I would understand. But you can't. At least not that I know of. No, just kidding. 
But, man, for her to do that, it just didn't make sense to me. A lot of the stuff she does doesn't make sense to me, honestly. I think we could have resolved all this, like, way sooner if she was anywhere near competent, you know, so. That was trash. <sighs> she doesn't, so, like, with the hygiene stuff, she doesn't push the hotel to actually do housekeeping. Like, they're supposed to do housekeeping. So I'm in there with her, and she has, like, boxes and boxes of food in the trash. All this fucking fast food that she bought. And, like, she won't take it out. Like, she don't, she won't take the trash out. I'm like, why do you want to live in a hotel room that's just full of trash? Like, she's just not the cleanest person in a lot of ways. And it's like, I still see good in her, but she really needs to get her life together. Like uh, now, I know women feel with the bums. I know that I'm sure they've used those same words before. <laughs> I know they have. <laughs> oh man, but yeah. So she doesn't push him to even give her new towels and shit. I'm like, they should be giving you new towels all the time. The first couple nights she was there, they didn't have. They ran out of blankets, so they didn't have blankets in the room. I never even heard of that before. Like, them just not having blankets. I didn't even think they could do that. Well, they did it. They certainly did it. <laughs> just a mess, bro. Just an absolute mess. Oh, man. <laughs> so, yeah. Her passivity has led... It's caused, like, so many problems. It's like she doesn't want to bother her son's grandma. Okay, understandable. But this whole thing... She basically, basically in the end, has not gotten her money for that she was supposed to get in July. She still has not gotten her money. And she's still so passive about it. It's like, I would be just bombarding the bank, you know, because it's just ridiculous. Then so many obstacles. There's the thing where it's like, it fucked up her health care, so then she was all worried about that. And then she had to, like, basically they sent um, her son's grandma a check, you know, and that was terrible. It's just like, why? So then she's supposed to Venmo me. It doesn't go through. This girl, the girl herself is supposed to Venmo me. It doesn't do well. It's just like. Why has everything gone wrong that could possibly go wrong? But the the passivity has really exacerbated a lot of stuff. Because it's like, when you're that passive and you let yourself get trampled on, like, it's not a good look. People don't respect you. It's just all in all, not a good look, you know? So, I don't get it. I'm like, I'm watching her be that passive and it's so frustrating. <sighs> I wish her the best, though. It's been a fucking nightmare, but I wish her the best. Just has dragged out so long, and at a certain point, you just got to question, like, what did I do wrong? <laughs> there has to be something. Maybe I shouldn't have let her borrow the movie. You know? I don't know. What did I do wrong? But I do wish her the best. Oh, I wanted to get into a new segment. That will develop more. Zero's Conspiracy Corner. I'm going to make music and shit for it and everything. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know what music, but anyway. <laughs> so Big Pharma is making you sick. That's a conspiracy theory that I'll throw out there. They're making you sick so they can sell you the cure and then that's going to need a cure and then that's going to need a cure. Repeat, repeat, repeat. It goes on infinitely. That's going to need a cure. All that's going to need a cure, you know. All day. You're just going to like, you take one thing, six other things have, you know, to fix the side effects. It's just like all day, every day. That's a conspiracy. We don't know if it's true. We don't know if it's not. It's up to you if you want to believe. The next one we got out there is the music industry. 
is promoting destruction. They are purposely promoting artists they know are detrimental to the art form because it's all about sales at the end of the day. They will actually take a sexy red type over a talented musician, you know, at this point. I've heard that, like, ghetto or, like, ratchet pop is the most popular now. I just thought that was so interesting. It's always, hip-hop is just so influential. But, yeah, very interesting. The last conspiracy theory I'll share with you this week is the Diddy set up the hit on Tupac. Now, we saw that a man was convicted for the murder of Tupac this week. And I believe he was claiming that Diddy had a hit on Tupac. I, you know, I just couldn't believe it. Personally. I feel like, um, I feel like he probably, if I had to pick, I think he did do it. I think the whole thing is sus. I do. I actually do believe this guy's story about like the drive-by and all that. Like it makes sense. Um, and man, like music lost a great talent over something so stupid. Like Tupac is very inspiring and a fascinating person to read and watch and listen to. But just the level of like. So Tupac wasn't always a gangster, obviously. He was in art school and all that. He used to have a totally different persona. And he became that. And it's like, okay, you could do that if you want to. But just be aware of the consequences. You know? But yeah, those are the conspiracy theories. Mm-mm-mm-mm. And now let's get into KZR Rosebots. So Canelo... Saul Canelo Alvarez. He predictably beat the guy that moved up two divisions to fight him. Gained a total of 14 pounds after, like, what was it? I want to say a 16-month, maybe 15-month layoff. It was a long layoff. This guy gave up all that weight to Canelo after a long layoff. Pretty damn predictable Canelo would win. And I don't think I'm even impressed with the victory because... He knocked him down, but he didn't get the stoppage. I think a stoppage would have been impressive. The fact he couldn't even do that. I don't know. I don't know. I might Call me crazy. I still think Crawford has a chance. You know? I don't think Canelo is really all that great. Certainly Crawford's a more skilled boxer than him. It's more a matter of, like, can Crawford take his punches? Can Crawford hurt him? Which I guess is what it is in any fight. But the fact that Crawford would be moving up even more says a lot, you know. If that's how it went. I don't think Canelo can cut any weight. And I don't know if you want him to because then he has a built-in excuse, you know. Like the those two pounds extra that he had to lose to fight Mayweather. I think that was honestly probably just a psychological thing. Like Floyd wanted to mess with him psychologically because... Like, five ounces is really not a lot. (laughs) But, yeah. Anyway. The Dodgers win their 100th game. They beat the Giants 5-2. Crazy that this is a down year for the Dodgers, and they still won over 100 games. (laughs) That can't be that down every year, you know? So, I thought that was wild. That's a down year. We'll see how they do in the playoffs. I'm a little worried about that, though. The 49ers... They win 35 to 16. Not bad. They're 4-0. Christian McCaffrey had four touchdowns today. One through the air, three on the ground. Just insane. If you have him on your fantasy team, you definitely won today. You know how I feel about that fantasy football shit. It's annoying as hell when they have like programming about it. So if I'm recommending it at all, keep that in mind, you know. I'm totally not in the demographic, and I think it's a good, you know, rule of thumb. So yeah, the 49ers, they win. They win big over the Cardinals. The Cardinals didn't seem to have a defense in the first half, and then they adjusted. And then the Niners, maybe those guys that were on the 
like Cardinals defense came over and sabotaged the Niners. I don't know. Either way, it was whack, the penalties and stuff. But, you know, Dion, like, things are going well. Everything is coming together in that sense for the Niners. It feels like they, um, they're knocking on the door. And I don't know, the last few years it's felt like, oh, this could be their year. But this year it really does feel wide open because, like, nobody's dominating yet other than, I mean, really the Niners, honestly, are dominating. They've scored 30 points in each of these games and a lot of times they're giving up single digits or just barely double-digit scores. So pretty impressive stuff, I would say, honestly. Um, Yeah, I guess that'll pretty much do it for KZRO Sports. Now I'm going to get into the mind of Grav once again. I wasn't going to do Book of Grav. I changed my mind. All I do is flow kinetically. Y'all can't even do it alphabetically. Y'all can't even do it theoretically. (laughs) I just live in fetish free. Unless it's these bars and I'm all in. Every time I charge your stall win. I drop these flows. The copies know that I'm the best and I leave you knock need ho. It's not me though. I got ethos and pathos and whatever else you need to see. And I got decency and I keep him seize away with the stick. I spray and I stick you again. No matter the dimension, you can see me for real. I don't even have to be the seal of Nintendo quality. Cause y'all are sorry, G. Y'all are nodding on me and I gotta be free. I need the lottery, please. I gotta escape the plight. Cause everything is feeling like a cape tonight. <laughs> Everything's heavy. Everything is just sweating us. And they should know there ain't no getting us. We're ridiculous. We chop it up specificness all over the school. Hell no, but we did a few. And I'm just coming with the latest view. Why are you trying to come for me? This is way too bonkers. And that's all I gotta say. I slay you monsters. Woo! Book of Grab. There you go. I'm gonna wrap it up. I wanted to send a shout out. To Fanto Mother, he came back. I'm looking forward to talking to him. If y'all have never witnessed our episodes, what there was one where we were talking about the mega download on <laughs> just like this this like gay shark in the ocean, you know, that's just been hidden for years and years and years, and it's just a very gay shark. You don't want to run into the mega download on. He's not comfortable saying that he's gay, you know, so he's just going hard. <laughs> But yeah, man, um, I was, uh, this week, man, I got a shout out, Phantom Mother, like I said, and I got a friend, <sighs> I don't want to name names, because I think this is actually embarrassing, I have a friend watching their Instagram status, and this person says, you know, I did something impulsive, and I see that this person that just has told me literally hours before that they've been living out of their car recently. Buys tickets to a festival. A festival where the tickets cost hundreds of dollars. And I'm just... I'm just facepalm and I think, bro, like, what are you doing, sis? What are you doing? I said, bro, and sis, so you don't know which one it was. Just such a bad move. And I hope that they find guidance and they break out of that because that is not going to go well. But with that being said, that's our show. Um, Thank you so much for listening. It really has been a pleasure. I've been trying to cater it more to the people of SD, you know, so it's not just a big city street gap and all that. But um, I don't know. I really have enjoyed every minute of this. It's been so nice to talk to people and all that. And I don't know. I just love making things happen. And I've made this godcast happened for a few years now i'm thankful to everyone that tuned in again i am sorry about last week and the 
hectic schedule of it. Maybe you didn't care, it didn't sense your urgency or something, but <laughs> it was ridiculous. So anyway, man, uh, thank you all for listening. I'll be back next week. Much love, much peace. Life in zero gravity. Todos los días.